Welcome to the Dead 3 Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, George Evian. I do feel like it has been a while since we've recorded a podcast, although we've been putting them out with regularity on Mondays. Um, although I believe this past Monday we may have missed an episode, so we're a little late to this week. Um, I backlogged a number of our episodes, and so I really haven't created too much here recently, although um, I've taken some time off. I'm getting recentered, recalibrated. It is the end of the year. 2023 is winding down, and we're getting ready for 2024. And my mind is already shifted to 2024, what that's going to look like. Um, and I'm just being honest, like I'm really trying to recalibrate my mind, my mindset, my focus, my goals, what I'd like 2024 to look like, how I was thinking a year ago, what I'm thinking now, how I'm looking back at 2023 and, and just kind of doing this, you know, this retro on my year. You know, was it a great year? Did I get better? Did my family get better? Did I, am I passionate? Am I engaged? Am I providing value to people? Am I providing value to work? Are my children, you know, uh, better off? All this sort of stuff. Or was it, or, or did I fall short on all that? And so all of that I'm considering. And, you know, I just think, you know, this is what we say. And I've said this in our podcast many times, if you've listened to it. Uh, with any regularity, I did get the end of the year Spotify burn down of numbers and metrics and all that. And I'll, I'll get into that maybe later, but I do appreciate all the support. The numbers uh, surprised me uh, and, and the engagement that we have and the people sharing this uh, this podcast has really uh, been great. So I do appreciate that. But as we as we wind down, you know, and I do this and we've talked about it again on our podcast, it's not OK to be OK had a conversation with my youngest son two days ago on my way home from a basketball workout. And we talked about the 80% and how living in the 80% and being comfortable is where we are and being comfortable and moving out of being comfortable into uncomfortable and trying to get that to that top 10%, that top 10% of, of reaching goals and ambitions and dreams and whatever you want out of life is available. It is out there, but that 80% or that middle is so hard to get out of. And I was talking to my younger son about that, that he is way too comfortable. Now he's a young teenager, but I was trying to change mindset, direct mindset. But the reality is when I'm talking to my kids, especially my youngest son, I'm really talking to myself because he is a, uh, he is a replica of me in many ways. Um, and so I'm doing this kind of audit on my year and I'm just, and I bring this, okay. It's not okay to be okay because it was just okay. It was just okay. And as you are, are driving and the people that do listen to this podcast, then I, I appreciate again, all the support and the text messages and the sharing and the feedback that people have given me. It's really been great. So I know people are listening and I know that people uh, do listen to this every week, but we're capable of better in 2024. I am capable of better in 2024 and I've got to make some changes personally to ensure that a year from now, I'm a different person. It can't be the same. 
It's got to be better. Even if it were a an amazing year, it's got to be better. And I'm going to bring something up here that, that really hit me this week. And I don't know if this is going to be a short podcast or a YouTube short or whatever it is. We're, you know, I'm, I'm really motivated on a number of things right now. And it's really driven by just creating as much of this content and building as much of a community of, uh, of, of people that are into this leadership and mindset and team building and personal development that we talk about. And it's really, you know, I just want to get more engaged in 2024 in creating this content for you. But really, it's just my, you know, sitting down on my own couch and going through my own therapy session and just really being vulnerable and transparent about what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with and how I can be better and how I can try to hold myself to a higher standard by just um, researching these topics, understanding these topics, pushing myself. It's like my son says, dad, you're, you're an old man, David Goggins. And I'm like, man, I am. If you know who David Goggins is, he was like, you're David Goggins. And I'm like, no, nowhere near that. Nowhere near that mindset, that discipline, that action, that execution, that delivery at all. And I told him that I was like, you ain't even close brother. Right? Like I've got so many things that I fall short on. So I started listening to this new podcast called Modern Wisdom. Many of you that listen to this made, I bet you, even if you don't know the name of that podcast, if you saw the picture of this gentleman that runs it, Chris Richardson, something like that, I believe you would recognize him. Uh, um, you know, there's a quote that he had that was just really impactful to me. And unfortunately, I can't remember it right now. And there's a friend that I have um, that's been on our show. Justin Shy was on our show early this year. And we talked like I saw him somewhere in a gym and he was like, hey, or he sent me this on YouTube or Instagram. And I was like, man, I just listened to that, too. Right. It was really powerful. And it really, I believe, had something to do with just uh, to kind of quote Monty Williams, who's the head coach of the Detroit Pistons, former head coach of the Phoenix Suns, he said, it's along these lines of what Chris, I believe it's Chris Williamson was saying from modern wisdom is everything you want is on the other side of hard. And, and, and that is the theme or the idea of what uh, this gentleman said on his podcast. Um, and it was great. You know, every like it's again, it comes back to being in the 80. If we're in that 80%, man, it's easy. It's comfortable. It's calm waters responsibilities, expectations before, like, it's all cool. Man, I think I was, we were, you are built for more. You know, I, I don't believe we were built to be in the 80. And everything you want is on the other side of hard. And I'll tell you what, like yesterday morning, 4.45 a.m., both my wife and I start moving. And I get up, quietly get up, because I don't really know if she's awake yet. And I quietly get up. And I try to sneak out of bed. I unplug my phone. I grab my reading glasses. One foot hits the ground, and she says, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, ah, Almost got out of bed. 
and she wanted to go for a walk at 5 a.m. And is that easy? Is that really that hard? No. Is my morning routine that I've got to change and it is a commitment I've got to have in 2024 as things slow down and or wind down in 2023. But my morning routine is coffee, sports center, and scrolling through Instagram. And it's the worst. And I've been doing that way too long. And if you know me and if we're friends and you're listening to this and you have my cell, man, hold me accountable because it's the worst. It's the worst way to start a day. But I'm, but I'm locked in on it. So everything you want is on the other side of hard. What's hard? Changing my morning routine. Every day I say I'm going to change it. Every day I'm going to be better at X, Y, and Z. And every day it's coffee and sports center and Instagram. And like, we're not talking 10 minutes. Like I'll watch a full episode of sports center with a hot cup of coffee and Instagram and Twitter. Oh my word. So anyway, my wife says, let's go for a walk. So guess what we did? We went for a walk and I woke up and I was walking and I was listening to her and she was planning the day and she was going through things that she's working on and things that are going on with the children, things that are going on with her, things that are going on with her work, which is great. Absolutely great. And I'm like, man, this is a good way to start the day. One, it's movement. It's outside. It's out of the basement. It's off the couch. And it's spending time with my wife. You know, so it's, we've got to be better in 2024. We've got to, one, start our day different. So anyway, I, everything you want is on the other side of hard. The second point that I'm going to bring up, or the main point of this, and, and this, this hit me really hard this week. Really hard. So those that are listening to this, um, I hope this impacts you like it has me. As, as you think about 2023, as you get ready for 2024. So I'm listening to the modern wisdom. And I, I do have it. Um, I don't have it right here. I'm, I'm going to scroll a little bit as, as we, Chris, yeah, I believe it's Chris Williams. Okay. He runs a podcast called Modern Wisdom. It's, it is, it is great. It is, it's a phenomenal podcast. It's, Millions and millions and millions of downloads. I'm looking at an episode here, which is episode 719. Actually, I'd encourage you to go listen to this. He is interviewing a gentleman named Ali Abdal. Ali, Ali Abdal. And I'm now I'm interested in this guy. This guy was a doctor and then he got wrapped up in social media in terms of being an influencer and, and creating content and side hustles and content and all that. And I'm interested in that because I'm into that too. Like I am into creating content around the things I'm passionate about because it, you know, hopefully I'm providing some value, but um, it's good for me. And, you know, last week I got a picture from my son, my oldest son, a picture of him listening to my podcast as he was studying for finals. Um, so that made me feel good. Ali Abdal, this is what he said. He was talking about Seth Godin, Seth Godin, I can't remember the uh, the name of the books that this gentleman's written. They're really good. Seth Godin is a, a is a leadership mindset, you know, personal development guy. And it's been a while since I've read his books. It's been a while since I've consumed any of his content. 
but Ali Abdal brought him up and said that there was something really impactful for him from Seth Godin. And it was, you've got to change your mindset and you've got to change the narrative in your mind of have to, to get to. And you've heard that before. I've, I've heard that before. So if it, like, if that were a hard stop, like, I'd be like, okay, like, shit, I've heard that before. It's fine. I Let's move on. But then it's what Ali Abdal said after that, that really, it like, I don't, I don't want to be like real dramatic or any of this. I didn't pull over on I-70 here in St. Louis and start crying or anything like that. I mean, but it was impactful to me that I reflected on it for a while. And now 48 hours or 24 hours later, I'm still thinking about it. But he said this, I'm going to look at some notes here. And I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not going to even try to get any of these names right. Somebody somewhere with some authority was doing a life satisfaction survey. And they said, there's a few ways to go about this. Send surveys out. How satisfied are you with your life? However, they would gauge that, determine that, report on that, collect it, whatever. I don't know how they do that. But here was the main point. If you could, would you, think about the events of your last 24 hours, the events, the places you were at, the things you were doing, the tasks you had, the chores you had, the responsibilities you had. Think about all of those. So this morning, like, let me give you examples of me. This morning, woke up, woke up late, woke up late this morning, had late basketball games. I don't know who schedules, you know, 9.30 p.m. Tuesday night basketball games for young, young athletes. So we get home like at 11, wake up. Alarm doesn't go off. I sleep into 545. Got to get the kids off for school. So I wake up at six. I get the kids up. I get them ready for school. 640, we're out the door. So that's one event. Six, 6 a.m. kids up, 640. Now I'm driving my kids to school, 640 to 730, whatever that might be. Driving kids to school. Then I'm driving to a coffee shop. I'm on currently on vacation. So now I'm at the coffee shop. Now I'm at the coffee shop from 815 to 1030. Working, working on dead three, working on content, listening to podcasts, taking notes, watching YouTube videos. Like that's what I was doing. It's my vacation. And I'm sitting at a coffee because I just love it. I love it. Taking notes, writing this stuff down, listening to actually more modern wisdom, listening to this Ali Abdal uh, and, and thinking about content creation and leadership and all this, like love it. So those are my events of just today. So think about what you've done today. Think about what you've done over the last 24 hours. Think about those, those segments of time and responsibilities and tasks. Now, if you could, while you're involved in those tasks, would you fast forward to the end of it? So let me say that again, because that's the main point. You talk about life satisfaction survey and you say, hey, let's make this very simple. The current task you're in that you're doing this morning, think of one task, one responsibility, 
one requirement that was asked of you this morning. And now think, if you could have fast forward to the end of that, would you have done it? And I'm telling you, I'm thinking, man, getting my kids ready for school, making sandwiches, watching a little sports center, having breakfast, like, okay. Maybe, maybe so, maybe not. Driving my kids to school, I would say no. I enjoy that. We talk about, I like, I consume that. I'm, I love it. Driving, I, I probably wouldn't because I, that's where I do my, I, the radio's off. I think, I dream, I plan, I think of ideas, uh, I, I contemplate where things that, like I'm doing, like I love it. That's good for me. I think so far today, I'm not sure I would have fast forward anything. Now, there are plenty of things that I'm going to do throughout the day that I'm just like, I've got to, let's get this over with. Let's get this over with. But I started thinking back just on the year. How much of my life would I have fast forwarded? And I'm going to be honest. Too much. Too much I wish I could get to the end of it. Wake up at 4.45 trying to sneak out of bed. Wife wakes up. Let's go for a walk. Start putting, it's 22 degrees out. It's windy. It's cold. The sun's not up. We start walking. Man, I wish this were over. I wish this were over. Workouts. Responsibilities at work. You know, whatever you're dealing with. Man, I wish this were over. So, what's the point of all this? I wish that I, I wish I was, like, here's just me. I don't know how that impacts you. That may not impact you nearly like it did me. But when I think of that, the immediate thing I come to is I need to be more grateful. I need to be more present. I need to take everything in and enjoy. Uh, they call it play. The play of work. The people that are killing it. They find play in everything. There's joy in it. There's bliss in it. To use that my let's turn. And I'm sitting there thinking about, man, I'm like, and I'm not at all suggesting I didn't enjoy the walk with my wife. I did. Absolutely. I enjoy it. Like it was, I was so thankful for it. Right. Like here's it. I was thankful for it when it was over. I was like, man, I just got to spend 45 minutes with my wife. You know, she's able to talk and vent and think and dream and all that which is great. Right. And I'm able to support her and we're able to connect and we're able to like, I love it, but I was ready for it to be over when I stepped outside the door. There are people that I have a friend named John Gleick uh, who may listen to the podcast and he, he kills it in uh, CrossFit, like super inspirational, uh, just inspirational all around what he's doing how he does it and all that. Now he does CrossFit and he goes hard and he gets after it and he improves and he challenges himself and he reaches his dreams and goals and he, ro he rocks it. 
kills it. Man, I bet you when he rolls into a gym or when he gets into his car or when he starts his car up and he starts driving to the CrossFit gym or if he goes to his basement, wherever he does his workouts, man, I bet you he's present. I bet you he's focused. I bet you he's grateful. I bet you he's inspired. I bet you he's ready to knock it out. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's always built on the outcome of it. But I bet you he enjoys it. And so what is a better thing for me is to be taking steps and saying, I don't want this to be over. It's early in the morning. It's cold, but I'm warm, if that makes sense. I'm with my wife. We're talking. The kids are safe. The house is warm. The coffee is brewing. It's going to be hot right when I get in the house. And being truly present. So, what does he talk about? So, the last thing he says here, if you could, would you fast forward the different parts of your day? What proportion of your day would you fast forward? And if it's a lot or significant, then you're not satisfied with what the hell's going on. Like, I don't want to fast forward this. I enjoy this. I didn't, I don't want to fast forward my time with my boys when I drive them to school. I enjoy it. I'm present. I'm locked in. I'm drinking coffee. Radio's off. And we talk and dream, goal set, think about life. Like, it's the best. So we've got to figure out what proportion of our day would we. And here's what he says. And, and I, maybe I've said this a couple times, so I'll get it out this time. In those moments, we've got to change our perspective and our mindset. We've got to shift our mindset. And I'm looking at a, a couple notes I've taken this morning on this. We've got to significantly adjust our mindset in those situations to go from constantly looking forward or past to fully being present in those moments and being joyful and grateful for those opportunities. Do you realize, like, this is, a, I don't know if this is a side note, and I don't know if this is true, but I've heard it. Sounds like it might be true. But when, the, when your kids turn 18, You've spent 90% of your time with them. Because when they're 18 and go off to college, there's 10% left face-to-face. -face. You've already spent 90% of it. There's only 10% left. Not for everybody, not all the time, not a hard and fast rule, may not even be true. You can do anything with numbers, blah, 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 blah. You get the point, though. I'm with my kids. Now, we're a split family and all this sort of stuff, but when they're with me, they're with me and I see them every day, et cetera, et cetera. When they're 18, they're off at college and I may see them now how many times? And what happens if they live three hours away? What happens if they live, move to, like, you know, you understand what I'm saying. So I say, I bring that example up to say, man, let's just be grateful for those times. Let's be present in those times. Let's embrace those times. Let's make those times worth it. Now, does that mean we don't get frustrated? We don't, you know, my wife and I joked yesterday. Every kid was a little bit off yesterday. We have three children. Every kid was a little bit off. And I 
and she, she was upset. I was upset because she was upset, et cetera, et cetera. There was a lot going on yesterday. And I opened her office door and I said, hey, psst, in four years, they're gone. Right now, totally joking, right? Made her laugh, made her smile, trying to make her feel better. We are present in those moments and you, we don't want to fast forward those moments and it's not a kid thing. Whatever you're doing at work, what responsibilities do you have? The other phrase he said, I don't know if it came from him or something, something else I listened to recently, but the idea was what would this look like if it were fun? What would I have to do to have this be fun? If you're in something that you want to fast forward, you've got to shift your mindset. You've got to figure out how to be fully present. And what would this look like if it were fun? I do believe it came from him because he was quoting um, the, the gentleman's behind me, Tim Ferriss. The person is not behind me. Tim Ferriss is not behind me. His books are behind me. Um, what would this look like if it were fun? What would this look like if I were fully immersed, fully present, full, it was fun? What would this look like? What would my job have to look like in order for it to be, a fun, to be fun every single day and inspiring and challenging and motivating? And what would it have to look like? Because I'm off for a couple of weeks. And if I had to work tomorrow or that, hey, when I have to go back to work on January 2nd or 3rd or whatever day it is, the night before, and we've talked about this at length because I believe in it. Your culture is how your people feel the night before they go back to work on a Sunday night after a holiday. So when it's Sunday night and I'm sitting around saying, or, or it's that, that next day I have to go to work and I'm not suggesting my job's like this, but if you're sitting there saying, man, I can't wait until it's five o'clock. If I could fast forward this day to get out of this cubicle, to get out of this meeting, to get out of this presentation, to get out of this conversation, to get out of this phone call with a client or a customer, then my satisfaction, like how, 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 how long are we going to allow that to happen? I wish I could, really, you're going to fast forward 10 hours a day because many of you, us, you, me are doing 10 hours a day. So we're doing 50 plus hours a week. And you want to fast forward all that? What would this look like if it were fun? Fully engaged in the current moment can lead, like I, I'm reading some notes here some that, I, that I've written down. But being fully engaged in the current moment, not wanting to fast forward any part of my life or day, and that can lead to a richer, and a more fulfilling experience and a more connected experience with the people you're in. What it, Now, keep in mind, I enjoyed my walk with my wife. I am glad she looked at me and said, let's go for a walk. Now, last night, because this happened yesterday, yesterday morning at 4.45. This last night we got into bed to go to bed and I looked at her and I was like, I ain't getting up to go for a walk. She was like, I'm not, I'm not going for a walk either. No, she didn't say it like that. I'm not going for a walk either. I was like, perfect. Perfect. Now I've got to enjoy those. Like that's my morning ritual and routines. And I've got to be able to do that. But in order, 
for me not to want to fast forward that experience, to be fully immersed, to engaged, I guess, in my notes here, to be fully engaged in that experience and be present and to be grateful. That's going to lead to a more fulfilling experience, meaning let's do it tomorrow. Meaning I can't wait to do this again. Meaning I'm more connected with you. Meaning I'm glad we just had this experience and I'm glad you're a part of it. And let's do this again. Like all of that is like, we've got to be, I've got to, as we go into this next year, not have any large proportion of my day that I want to fast forward. So we've got to, you know, there's all this stuff out there. We're not going to go deep dive into all this sort of stuff, but just being present, you know, my notes say here, you know, in things I've been talking, uh, thinking about and kind of researching on this a little bit, just this mindfulness of it, of just being present, being engaged. And everybody says this, I, I don't do this and I'm, and I would like to, but I don't. And I know that my buddies that listen to this may not do it either. Now, maybe we do it mentally. Maybe we do it by ourselves. Maybe we do it on a car ride. But I would like to be able to do this. I just don't. And I'm not sure I will. I'd like to. But this idea of sitting down every morning and just being having a, a gratitude journal and like literally every morning writing down like, man, this is what I'm thankful for. This is what's happening today that I'm grateful for. These are the people in my life that I'm thankful for. There are people that sit there every single morning and the first thing they do is they have a gratitude journal. They write down what they're grateful for. And then maybe the next thing they do is they send out two to three texts every morning telling people how grateful they are and the experience that they've shared together. Wow, that's cool. Do you understand? Like now I'm, 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 I'm speaking to myself and my experience. I have a buddy here in town. We have, we don't, he, he's a friend. We don't hang out. Um, super nice guy. We run in basketball circles together. I'm sure that if we were more connected, we'd go out and have drinks and hang out. Great guy. Two days ago, three days ago, just sends me a text saying, hey, how's your son doing? What's going on? Tell me about it. I'm thinking about you. And I thought that was amazing. So, you know, I share, send him a text, tell him what's going, you know, how things are going. Tell him I appreciate him. Ask about his children. Put some shine on his kids. You know, tell him how great his kids are. All that. So all of a sudden, just one text and one response. Has everybody feel, has, has both of us feeling like he's got to feel good about that. Yeah. I'm going to check in on, jo on George and his kids. And then he gets something back. And I'm just, I bring that up because it's this of just being, of reaching out to people saying, man, like he didn't say it that way. And he wasn't, it wasn't goofy or anything, but he was just like, Hey man, I'm thinking about you thinking about your kids. How's it going? Wow. Okay, cool, man. Thank you. Thank you. Like I needed, I needed this note. I appreciate it. And it, and it got me going through the day. 
And I receive, I, you know, I've re I receive a number of those and it's like, man, like it's just waking up and being grateful and then sending some, and sending some gratitude out there to people. Like I wish we were doing that, but it's all the gratitude. It's the mindfulness. It's being present. And the other thing to really think about is for the 2024 is more quality and maybe less quantity. Just really making sure that I'm getting quality out of every experience. I need to listen more to Jesse Itzler. He's got, I forget what he calls it, big ass calendar, you know, or how he breaks his year up. You know, my year was okay. Okay. But if I really reflected back, man, so many, so many great things happened this year. So many times, so much time with kids and family and wife and friends and vacations and all this sort of stuff, man, just amazing. Quality, present, mindfulness, gratitude, thankfulness. The power of gratitude and, and fostering a positive mindset. So I'm going to wrap this up. We're 33 minutes in, but here was the point of all this. You got to change it from a have to to a get to. Look at all the things I get to do in 2024. Look who I get to do them with. Look who I get to bring along. Look, look who I get to be connected with and associated with. So many things. You could sit here, you know, maybe a good exercise is to have a 20 bullet point list in a notebook and everything. And it just is reflected of, I get to dot, dot, dot. And I've got to fill in 20. I get to. I get to coach basketball at a great school with a great friend and a great coach. And I get to contribute to that. I get to take my kids to school every day. I get to go on walks early in the morning with my wife where we can get connected and plan for the day and, and enjoy each other's company first thing in the morning. I get to be outside early to get me out of the basement. I get to have an impact at my job. I get to work with these people. I get to work on these products. I get to have these customers. I get to create this content. It's a lot different than I have to. I want to fast forward. If you could, would you fast forward these parts of your day? What proportion of your day is spent on things you would fast forward? And so there's a lot to consider there. Um, I really thought this would be a 10-minute podcast. It's now at 34 minutes. But listen, there is going to... Uh, you know, we've done this word of the year for a while. And I don't know if I've lived those words. I don't know if I've put it front and center. I don't know if I've thought about these words of the year. I don't know how it's impacted me. Just okay. Just okay. Just comfortable. Just in the 80. Just in the 80. So it's got to be different in 2024. I want to create more content. You got to put yourself out there. You got to be willing to be on Instagram. You got to be willing to make videos of yourself. You got to be willing to embarrass yourself. But I just would like to create content to hold myself accountable, to give content to, to those that are interested in it, to, uh, you know, to expand myself, make myself better, to give myself better opportunity to consider this content, but also carry it over to my current job so I can make things better for other people at my current job, make the company better, make our products better, make it the process better, make everything better. And one of the ways is to just be grateful and to be thankful and to be present. 
man, that would be a great deal for 2024. I'm starting to take, you know, let, let, let me, let me end with this. You start thinking about like, I've got a list here. This is from this, um, Ali Abdul, and I'm sorry for going a little longer. And he talks about these things that he does in terms of content creation and, and all that. And I'm into it. Like, I love this. This, this will wind up being a better part of my day, this 30 minutes. But he says this, start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, do affiliate marketing, create a digital product, create a digital course, create a community, build uh, some business and automating, build a website. And I'm like, man, I've done all of that. All of it. All of that I have done. But all of it's like at a D plus. All of it's about a D plus. So I've got to figure out as 2024 rolls around how I can create momentum on all of that because it's all fun to me and I enjoy it. I enjoy creating the content. I enjoy thinking about these things. I enjoy talking about it. I enjoy having a catalog of things that now my children are listening to. And now they're going to have a library to listen to and, and uh, take notes on and consider and hopefully improve upon as they get older. And I'm, and I'm old and can't do it anymore. Or I'm old and gone. Right. So listen, go to our website though. It's in the show notes, dead three coaching.mykajabi.com. I know that's a, a long, complicated uh, web address. And, and I know that I've been talking about changing it for a while. I just haven't, but it's in the show notes. We're creating books. We're, like we're just going to create content. I'm just, I just, I love it. I love these books we're creating. We've got uh, we've got 22 10 page two two 12 page books on the initial part of building an empowered team, which is encouragement. There's a part one to it. There's a part two to it of encouragement. Five bucks, like it's going to be out there today. You can go to our website. You can order these things. I'm super excited about it. We're just going to go for it. This year, I appreciate those that have supported me uh, and that pushed me to all this. But what proportion of your day would you fast forward? My hope is, is that I can move towards none of it. And then when it happens, being able to be vulnerable, transparent, self-aware enough to say, change my mindset. Be present. Be grateful. What good is in this? How am I getting better? How can I take something from this? And then execute on it. Listen, it's, it's, it, podcasts have been coming out regularly. I just haven't recorded them for a while because they've been back, uh, you know, backlogged. I appreciate all the support. The numbers came out on Spotify of the end of the year. And we started this a year ago. We, we did it five years ago. And then we took a break from it. We rebranded it and did all that garbage, right? But one year of this, kind of a repetitive cadence to it that you know that it's coming on a Monday or whatever, although this is coming on a Thursday or whatever, but I appreciate all the support. I appreciate the numbers from Spotify. So show and, you know, show me that you're sharing this and I appreciate it. So continue to share this. That's the best thing you can do for me is to share it, is to like it, is to comment on it and is to rate it, whatever you think it's worth. Right. Can, that's the, uh, you know, as uh, 
I can't remember his name, not Ed Milet, but Andy Frisilla here locally says, man, this podcast is free. The only charge of the podcast is you sharing it. So this is free. Not that anybody's coming and trying to give me a bunch of money. But if you could just do me a favor and share it, I'd appreciate it. Listen, uh, I'm sure we'll put another podcast out because I'm off. And we're going to put some more podcasts out. There will be one Monday, which I believe is Christmas Day. We'll put one out Christmas Day. I'm sure this would be great for you guys to listen to as you open presents with your family. But please connect with me. Please comment, like, and share, all that uh, sort of stuff. And let's get connected and stay connected. Thank you. Have a great holiday season and a great new year. And let's get after 2024 and hold each other accountable to that. Have a great day.